Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Welcome to True Crime Garage. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Nick, and with me is a man that may not have both oars in the water, but we put him in charge of this garage ship anyway. He is the captain. I don't really know what an oar is. It's good to be seen, and it's good to see you. That gouchy. Tonight, we are drinking 100 Million Angels Singing, garage grade, four and a half bottle caps out of five. Check out this very smooth double IPA brewed by the fine people of the Texas Ale Project in beautiful Dallas, Texas. And 100 Million Angels Singing is brought to us by Jennifer in Lexingburg, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin! Next up, we have Kelly in Parts Unknown. Captain, our show has inspired me. I think that you and I should buy a big plot of land and we'll start up our own township. We'll call the town Parts Unknown. We'll invite everyone to come live there with us. And then, of course, we'll build a wall around it. <laughs> no, and it'll just be and no houses allowed, only garages. Uh, next up, we have Blair in Atlanta. Blair follows us on Instagram. She's one of your followers there, Captain. Mm-hmm. We also have another loyal Instagram follower. This is Krista from Del Cab, Illinois. Hello, Krista. We also have Jaina from Minnesota who says, Try Big Wood Brewery. Mm -hmm. They have a coffee stout called Morning Wood. We should be trying. Well, the funny thing was my nickname in high school was Big Wood, and your nickname in high school was Morning Wood. (laughs) Top of the morning to you. And last but not least, we have a birthday shout-out. I have a message to pass along here, Captain, so here it goes. Mm -hmm. This is to JL. Happy birthday. Here's to another year of just rolling with it. That's from MK. That's Julie from Michael. I don't know if I was supposed to say that last part, but it's too late now. So thank you to everybody for helping out this week. And if you want to buy some beers for next week, go to truecrimegarage.com and click on the donate button. And we like y'all jib. That's what we do. Was that a Mr. Miyagi jib? Aye. All right. Do you want to grab a chair? Aye. How about a beer? Aye. How about we talk some true crime? Aye. All right, everybody, grab a chair, grab a beer. Let's talk some true crime. Brandon Lawson, an oil field worker and father of four, was last seen when he left his San Angelo, Texas home on August 8, 2013. While traveling on Highway 277, he ran out of gas. He called 911, and he has not been seen since. His cell phone is also missing. 
Brandon is a Caucasian male. He was 26 years of age at the time of his disappearance. Brandon is five foot nine inches tall, 230 pounds, with brown hair and blue eyes. He was last seen wearing a yellow shirt and camo shorts and white Nike Air Max shoes. If you have any information, go to missingbrandonlawson.com. Where we left off, we were dissecting Brandon Lawson's 911 phone call. Mm -hmm. This has been at the center of this mystery. A lot of people have speculated if you could just figure out what he is saying during that 911 call, we could figure out what happened to Brandon, what he was afraid of, and maybe where he is today. So let's take a listen to that 911 call, and this is going to be in its original form. Nine, two thousand, thirteen, zero, fifty, and thirty-eight seconds. Nine one one emergency. Yes, I'm in the middle of the field. Escape. We're just pushing guys over. Right here, going towards Javelin on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. Got to take to the woods. Please hurry. Okay, now run that. I mean, no, we're not talking to him. Hi, so you ran into him. Ah, you ran into him. Okay. Got the first guy. Do you need an ambulance? Yeah. No, I need the cops. Okay. Is anybody hurt? Hello? 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 Nine, two thousand thirteen. Zero, fifty, and thirty-eight seconds. Nine-one-one emergency. Yes, I'm in the middle of the field. Escape. We're just pushing guys over. Right here, going towards Javelin on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. Got to take it to the woods. Please hurry. Okay, now run that. I mean, we're not talking to him. Hi, so you ran into him. Ah, you ran into him. Okay. Got the first guy. Do you need an ambulance? No, I need the cops. Okay. Is anybody hurt? Hello? 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 Here's where we're at, Captain. We got through the first, what I would call first two sentences. Mm-hmm. And what we what we believe we're hearing there is, yes, I'm in the middle of a field. State trooper pulled some guys over. Mm-hmm. Where we got hung up is what I would call the third sentence. And that was the, we're out here, they're out here, going towards Alberlin or G- Gavilin. Yeah. Uh, on both sides. On both sides. So let's let's hear that. Let's hear what we're calling the third sentence, and try to break that down. Right here, going towards Javelin on both sides. Right here, going towards Javelin on both sides. So what I'm hearing here is I I hear they're out here going toward blank on both sides. They're out here going towards Gavelin on both sides, which Gavelin doesn't really register. With anything. Right. To us. Right. But are you hearing the same? They're out here? I think it sounds more like we're out here. We're out here going towards blank on both sides. Right. Which which seems Which either way, whether you whether whether we go with what you think it is or what I think it is, it still gives us, you know, kind of a parameter of what where it makes sense as far as the conversation. Yeah. 
but going towards something on both sides. What does that mean? Does that mean, because there I'm picturing like two vehicles going in opposite direction on, on the same road, you know, that the, you can't be going towards the same thing facing opposite directions. Right. It's a, it's a little unclear. And unless, unless he's talking about people being over on the side of the road, right. They're on both sides. Maybe one, one's pulled over on one side of the road. One's pulled over on the other side of the road. It, you know, that that's the best I can come up with there. Either they're out here going toward blank on both sides, or we're out here going towards blank on both, both sides. sides. Right. We, we both agree on the both sides. So let's play the next clip and see if, that clears the air on anything. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here and I take him to the woods. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here and I take him to the woods. So I'm hearing here, my truck ran out of gas mm-hmm. and someone got chased to the woods or I got chased into the woods. It sounds like he's saying woods at the end there, but we, we do have a little information going into listening to this 911 call. We know that his truck ran out of gas. Right. So that makes it kind of easy to hear, but I but I think we could hear it in a in a slowed version. Now that sounds completely different to me when you slow it down like that because now I'm hearing there's one car here. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like there's one car here. Guys chased him to the woods. Yeah, I'm going to play you something that I found interesting when I was dissecting it. If you take the part that everybody, it seems like on the internet, agrees upon is my truck ran out of gas. Now I'm just going to loop the my. When you slow down that beginning part, the my to me sounds more like a, a th is coming mm-hmm. out. So... It's almost front truck ran out of gas. Uh, now I don't know how much I actually buy that. Uh, I th- I think it, I think it, some of that is when you are slowing things down, it starts kind of messing with your head a little bit. There's there's a couple things in there um, that that I question right away. So it, you know, we've said he sounds to be out of breath, and it almost sounds to me that when he's talking to the dispatcher. That some of these words are distorted because he's like, he's inhaling and exhaling as he's saying these words. Right. And therefore with, with me, I do hear the, but, but it almost sounds like that part of that is him kind of exhaling into the word. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to point out, not so much to say, Hey, look, I think he's saying front more to point out the idea that when you do slow down and you start manipulating these things, you're going to hear things just way different than you're no- normally used to hearing something. So again, a my starts sounding like front truck. Yeah. But we do know from, you know, his calls to other people that his truck did run out of gas. So my makes a lot more sense. Again, take into account that this guy's scared. Yeah. And now, now you got to take into a couple of accounts. One is he scared because there's these guys here and this, and this state trooper pulled these people over or somebody pulled them over. You know, it, it's very possible that he says state trooper, but for some reason he says state trooper. He, maybe he only thinks it's a state trooper. Exactly. It's, it's out there. It's dark. It's the middle of the night. Who knows how long he's been up. Maybe it's a security car or yeah. something with lights on it. You would think was a cop car or a state trooper. When there's a lot of old cop cars that they sell to people that don't have the red and blue lights, mm-hmm. but they still have the giant spot. Yeah. So by having the spotlight, maybe he thinks, oh, well, this this thing happened and somebody shined a spot. This is a state trooper or this is a police officer. Blue spot? Mm-hmm. Well, Can I get a blue spot? Well, the, the other thing here too, Captain, is that I'm thinking like, okay, and I know I shouldn't do this. I said throw everything out and, and create with a blank canvas and kind of figure out, just let your ears tell you what he's saying. Don't put any preconceived notions to any of it of it. But however, this portion is so garbled to me that I almost have to use what I think I'm hearing and apply the the previous things to it. 
Right. So again, my truck ran out of gas. We know he ran out of gas. And if we, if we believe our first two sentences, yes, I'm in the middle of the field, staper, state trooper pulled some guys over. What, what I'm going at with that is that, that, that last line, I'm getting guys chased him to the woods. And the reason why I'm kind of coming up with that is he's already referred to a group of people of, as guys earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one car here. If we're right that he pulled some guys over, we right. would assume that there's one car here and meaning there's one car that it's not marked. It's not the state troopers car. Right. Or since he's calling four cops, he's saying, Hey, look, there's one, there's one cop car here. That's a possibility as well. And then, but where I'm going is guys chased him to the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, the only, he refers to the group of guys as guys. So if he uses that same word again to, to describe these unknown people to him, where he says him, I kind of believe that he might be talking about the state trooper because he's already kind of identified him specifically as a state trooper. Right. You know, um, you know, he pulled some guys over, state trooper pulled some guys over, guys chased him to the woods. Yeah, so I think as, uh, you know, we're not going to figure it all out, but let's start with the idea that there's him, there's right. State Trooper, and there's guys, at least two. Right. So in this story, we possibly have four, maybe five, because maybe there's somebody with the, the State Trooper. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into the next line. Mm-hmm. Please hurry. Well, that's very clear. You know, he's saying, please hurry. That's very easy for us to detect right there. Let's connect it to the previous line to see if it helps us out. In my truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. I got to take to the woods. Please hurry. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. I got to take to the woods. Please hurry. Okay, a couple initial thoughts when I listened to the whole phrase. When he states uh, the guy chased him, there's like a kind of pause. Mm-hmm. If there was going to be an edit, that's a time for an edit. But what we can clearly hear is and what I mean by edit is that there's some odd stuff happening as far as the audio clip goes. Okay. Where it's like it kind of sounds clipped. Not so, you know, uh he is running out of breath. Right. And I think that's clear. And so we gotta take that into account. But that little phrase, it's kind of clipped. So it's almost like maybe there's an edit there. Yeah. If there was going to be an edit there, that would make It'd make the the clip part would make sense if there was an edit, Uh, but again, with his breathing pattern being so kind of erratic, and he's like forcing himself to talk and and still trying to catch his breath, it's hard to know for sure. You know what's weird here? I almost feel like he started running again at around this line, like because this line is so like the pause you said in the breathing heavy. I almost feel like he stopped to to make this 911 call. He thought he could make the call very quickly. Mm-hmm. He's very afraid of something that's going on out there. And so he's he's trying to stay on the move. It's almost like he's at the end of what he's going to tell the dispatcher. He thinks he's provided enough information right. for them to send some help. And he's going to get on the move again. Please hurry. You know, meaning that. He, he did. I think he was so afraid that he didn't want to, he had to weigh, do I stop running to make a phone call and try to save myself or, or does that put me in more danger? Almost like, all right, I'll make this phone call and man, as soon as this thing's done, I'm going to start up running again. I haven't done any kind of forensic audio before, mm-hmm. but a lot of people, when they're talking about the, the transcription, is you know the the issue is anytime she talks we know what she's saying we know what the dispatcher is saying not a lot of people have been diving into what he's saying why she's talking yeah let me so, and so the next line is her talking so let's play that line let's play that line and then i got some more questions for you okay now run that by me no more not talking to him okay now run that by me no more not talking to him can you play that the slow version. Okay, now run that All right, my first questions that I have for you, Captain. There's mm-hmm. a there's a couple of things here that I want to talk about. 
first off, I'm assuming that she sounds a lot more clear than he does, obviously. Mm. Is that must be partially because of the recording. We can assume that she's being recorded much clearer because she's she's on, coming right. she's on a landline, he's on a cell phone in a, in a bad area as far as cell phone reception goes. He's yeah, and he's labored prob- breathing. Right, and it's probably when the calls are coming in, it's probably recorded on the dispatcher's end. And so probably that would make it clearer too. But furthermore, to make it even harder to hear Brandon is Mm -hmm. now, you know, the way, you know, the way how an ear responds to certain noises and sounds better than the rest of us. Someone, if someone's talking in a higher pitch compared to Brandon, who has a lower tone, Mm -hmm. it's my understanding. The higher pitch will be clearer. Is that correct? Well, you're right. That's why most people don't understand me as well as they understand you because I'm so low and manly and sexy. And uh, no, no, but it just our ears are adapted to hear higher frequencies. And and normally around, you look at like 5K, 6K frequency wise, is like roughly the human voice sits nicely and kind of is, is, and that, and that frequency can also become piercing as well. Okay. The thing here is, so she's saying, can you run that by me again? Uh-huh. Um, she almost can't get that whole sentence out. Right. She's in the same boat we are. We just can't, we can't pick apart everything he's saying. Yeah. And he's out of breath and that's clear. And then he cuts her off and he says, like, the one I'm talking to him. He, or- yeah. He, he starts to talk and I can't hear the first word or if he's like building up to talk or just breathing. And I hear... And we're not talking to him. Yeah, we're not talking to him, or the one I'm talking to him, or when I'm talking to him. Which, which is he, here's the the other thought that I have on this on this particular line. Mm-hmm. This line almost sounds to me like he might be still on the phone with the dispatcher, but actually talking to somebody else that's in front of him. Yeah, it's very possible. And we're not talking to him. Um, right. Like somebody else asked him a question because he almost seems to be saying something that doesn't go along with what she's asking him. And it's almost like he's responding to somebody else that's asked him a question. Yeah. And I think if somebody asked me my final opinion on that line of what he's saying, I'd say it's inaudible to me. Okay. I'm going, I'm going to go with, and we're not talking to him. And here's the next line. Hi, Kelly. I need to know. Hi, Kelly. I need to know. I will do that again. Slow down. Hi, Kelly. I need to know. Hi, Kelly. I need to know. I'm hearing not till I ran into him or I totally ran into him. Mm-hmm. But but the thing I start to question here, Captain, is is he correcting himself? I'm almost wondering if maybe that first line, maybe he misspoke. Right. Because the because he's trying to catch his breath. We're not talking to him. I totally ran into him. I, you know, I really close. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's almost correcting himself that he, that he misspoke, uh, partially because the dispatcher's talking. Maybe he's not fully registering what's going on. There's a lot going on at the moment for Brandon. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only way I can almost make sense out of that first line. You know, we're not talking to him. I totally ran into him. You know, what's odd to me and, and maybe you don't find this odd, but it's, it's just every time I play this stuff over and over mm-hmm. like this, it's like it's like it gets sadder and sadder. Be- because it, it sounds more scary uh, the more we dive into it, really. I mean, the more you like think about the lines and think about what's going on with Brandon, mm-hmm. it does get it does get more sad. It, it you know, when you listen to it at full speed just once through, it doesn't really hit you yet how scared he sounds until right. until you really get into it here. And I think it's that just uh, that protector in me where you just wish that you can it's because you're hearing it so it feels like it's it's happening right now and that you there's some way that you could help him. You're exactly right. You know, but you can't do anything but just listen and try to dissect. The next line we will hear is the dispatcher talking. Ah, uh, you ran into him. Okay. Ah, you ran into him. Okay. So a lot of people have speculated that they can hear gunshots. I would say that you could 
possibly make something out. There's definitely like a hit in this. Okay. Like a and it'll happen right after, like right when she starts talking, you'll hear. Ah, oh, you ran into him. Okay. Ah, oh, you ran into him. Okay. Now that could be distortion. That could be anything happening. It could be her hitting her hand on a desk or, or anything. So it, Brandon so, could be coughing. You right. know, you, sometimes when you're out of breath, you're running. There's a cough. Right. And it, to me, if he was coughing, it was he's holding the phone away from him when he coughed, which most people would do. Gotcha. So, so let's dive into the next line. Let's hear that again one more time. Initially, what I hear him say is, I got the first guy. Or okay. got the first guy. Now there's a lot of other speculation that people think he's saying uh, shot the first guy. Yeah, that's that's the scary line that a lot of people go to is he shot the first guy or mm-hmm. they shot the first guy. Um, I hear just the first guy, like like he's answering the dispatcher when she goes, ah, you ran into him. Just the first guy. Just okay, the first yeah. guy. Um, but I've also heard people say, yes, the first guy. Mm-hmm. Um or he got the first guy. You know, remember we're talking maybe somebody got chased into the woods. Right. He got the first guy. Right. I got, got the first guy or shot the first guy. Yeah. I really, to me, my ear says he's responding to the dispatcher and he's saying just the first guy. Again, going with the thought that there's more than one guy there that he doesn't know or recognize. He can't put a name or a title to these people. Mm-hmm. And he's clarifying yeah, I ran into him, but it was just the first guy. There's a couple of things I found during this clip when I was like slowing it down and manipulating it more that I think we'll you'll find pretty interesting. Uh, but we'll get to that right after this quick beer break. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Everyone is still talking about Monopoly Go for a good reason. It is an absolute hit. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Like countless crazy tournaments, you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Or timed events, offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums. Delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches. Unique playing pieces and so much more. The verdict is in. With Monopoly Go, there's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now free on the App Store and Google Play. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I highly recommend that you give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com garage today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash garage. This show is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp. Check out BetterHelp.com garage today. Do you want to set your child up for success? Of course you do. That's why you need to check out IXL Learning today. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. There's one site for all kids in your home pre-K to 12th grade. Kids could use it at home on their computer or on an app on your phone or a tablet. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything for you. 
One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. I love recommending IXL learning. Kids can learn at home or on the go. And all my friends and family that are using it absolutely love it because it's so easy to set up and so easy to use. And even the kids that I've recommended it to their parents have told me, hey, Captain, thank you. I was having problems in math and my parents couldn't help me, but IXL could. Do you want to get your kids back on track or do you just want to get your kids ahead? Do so with IXL Learning. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And True Crime Garage listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash garage. Visit IXL.com slash garage to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Check out IXL.com slash garage today. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. I am new to Factor, and I have been loving every minute of it. I have a problem, and it's called lunch. Some days I need to pack a lunch, and some days I work from home. Whether I'm at home or whether I'm on the go, Factor is fueling my lunch from now on. Head to factormeals.com slash truecrimegarage50 and use code truecrimegarage50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code truecrimegarage50 at factormeals.com slash truecrimegarage50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, cheers, mates. Let's uh, dive into some of the things that I find weird about this clip. I'm going to actually slow it down, and let's see if you could see what I'm talking about. Okay. Or I guess here would be the better word. Before he starts talking, there seems to be about three syllables, and you can visually see it on the waveform. Can you just loop that section? That's not Brandon's voice at all. Like it doesn't have the same tone. It doesn't like it doesn't even come off to me as if the phone is away from his face and and you're hearing Brandon talk. It doesn't sound to me like mm-hmm. him at all. And we're going to hear another clip later, a little, you know, not much later, where a lot of people speculate that it's another person talking, but I've never seen on any message board. And now what I did was I took that clip. It's the, you know, the slow down version. I took that clip and all I did was, you know, cut off the front part and then I added some volume just so you can hear it. But that's all I did. And it's, it's definitely, you know, it's weird because I, I hear, you know, God bless you or confession. Yeah. I heard, I heard confession too. Or is that you? Or is that you? I, the thing here that, that's even more scary, though, Captain. And look, here, here's what I can tell you, just as far as the audio engineer goes. Like, a lot of people talk about that if somebody was far away, maybe a couple feet away, mm-hmm. they not everything that they reg, not everything that they say is going to register on a cell phone. Right. But this was loud enough that it it registered a waveform. 
Like I said before, you can visually see this. Yeah, I saw it on your computer right there. And and I was actually convinced that there was nothing there until you, you pointed it out on the computer to me, slowed it down, and then we hear it. Confession. The, the, and again, it's not Brandon's voice. I, I don't I, think it is. I would put my stamp on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that scares me big time is... What would your stamp say? Um, Captain Morningwood. Morningwood. <laughs> <laughs> Please send beer. Uh, the The thing that scares me, though, here is where before I thought before you slowed that down, I thought he's saying just the first guy responding to the dispatcher. Right now, it almost sounds like That's, this. This is somebody asking him a question, not the dispatcher. And he's responding to whomever that person is. No, that's not what I hear it as. What I hear it as is the guy is talking and saying something. And he is telling the dispatcher, that's the first guy. Oh, like, like, okay, now you got his voice on recording. Right. That's the first guy. But he, okay, so he had so, And then the whole idea when he said, well, I ran into him. And then we've talked about, well, just the first guy. Yeah. But, but now with this other piece of information, maybe he's saying, hey, that's the first guy. Now, I'm going to assume here, because I don't know for certain, but Mm -hmm. he has a droid Razor phone, uh, is what's listed as his phone. Yeah. And I'm assuming that that would work very much the same as the iPhone, the the microphone on the iPhone. Well, it depends on, it depends on who you ask. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some, uh, you know, Apple elitist and stuff. I'd say they're all, they're all pretty compatible. I'm halfway asking you and halfway thinking through this out loud here, Mm -hmm. but I'm just thinking with, with my phone, like you said, it's, even if I pull it a certain distance from my face, you're not going to, you, you may not hear me talk at all. Right. That would be a blessing. Um, but the thing is, this guy, whoever whoever says it's, am I crazy? It sounds like it definitely sounds like a man's voice to me. Yeah. Um. He he's loud enough, or he's close enough that it p- got picked up by the phone. That it got picked up, and if you're right, where he's trying to point out to the dispatcher that that's the first guy, mm-hmm. then then it's loud enough to Brandon that he thinks it's being recorded and very clearly as well. Well, then it changes your perception before we've kind of thought that, you know, he ran into some bad dudes and there's some stuff going down maybe with the state trooper, who knows, but that he was running away. But what if, you know, he ran out of gas, ran into the situation, the cop, uh, you know, ran after these guys Mm -hmm. and he ran after the other guy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, this like guy's trying to get away or something and he chased him down, you know, yeah. and that's why he's calling the cops. I need the cops. Yeah. Cause I got, you know, cause think about this way. If I broke up a fight, you know, who, who am I going to call? I can't contain them forever. Mm-hmm. I need the cops. You know, I got one of the guys right here. But if he's responding to this person that we cannot see, that we cannot identify, mm-hmm. then it, do you feel like that must be somebody in an authoritative, an authoritative figure? Meaning, like he's he's choosing to talk to this person over the dispatcher at this point. You know, he's the the dispatcher is essentially his lifeline, right? Yeah. So you have to decide whom you're going to answer. If you only mm-hmm. think you may have a limited amount of time to speak, um, clearly, if if he is responding to this person that we don't don't know anything about this person may may be in a situation to to that Brandon thinks he it's more important to answer the man than the than the dispatcher no i i don't think he's answering the man though is what i'm saying i think he's telling the dispatcher that's the first guy because if he was answering that guy he might have you know sometimes when you're talking to somebody on the phone and somebody asks you a question then you move the phone away mm-hmm. and so then then his volume would have got smaller uh, would have been quieter. It doesn't get smaller. No. His, his answer is the same. That's the first guy. Yeah. His the phone is the phone at that point is not moving away from his face. Yeah. Wherever it's at when he started the the sentence, it's there the entire time. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next line is going to be the dispatcher. Do you need an ambulance? Do you need an ambulance? So a lot of people talk. Okay. Again, I haven't seen a lot of dissection of this. I and the gunshots a lot of people talk about during the whole tape you can kind of hear these gunshots in the background. 
I some some of them that people claim are gunshots, they they don't even register, you know, in the wave file. Mm-hmm. There, there's really no movement. And this one, I hear a gunshot at the beginning. So listen for that. Do you need an ambulance? Do you need an ambulance? I'm going to just solo that, just the part where I think I hear a gunshot, and I'm going to just make it a little louder. That's the second time that you think that you're hearing a similar noise that you're describing as a possible gunshot. Yeah, and the first time that we, you know, any time that we pick a case, it's always about how do we present it? Mm-hmm. And, and can we bring anything to it? It's just like, you know, the 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 requests for John Bonet Ramsey have kind of, you know, simmered down a little bit because, uh, you know, the documentary did such a good job. What can we bring to that case? I, I don't know. Right. And and there's a lot of other podcasts that cover this. You know, uh, good friends of ours. You know. Yep. Uh, the Vanished covered it. Uh, it was a really good episode. Yep. Uh, Generation Y. Those are great Bo- guys. Both were fantastic episodes, by the way. Um, right. But, but we really wanted to dive into just the 911 call because when you and I looked into this case, we couldn't we couldn't tear ourselves away from the 911 call. I mean, that's I just I sat my I sat in my car and listened to it a dozen times at different speeds, and then when I got home. I, I was convinced I couldn't hear it clear enough because I was in my car and there was other noises going on. And so then I listened to it in, in the basement at my house in the quietest room that I could find. Yeah. And our, like I, like I was trying to say before I was so rudely interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) As much as I interrupt you, you, you're allowed. No, I was just trying to say that if we don't think we can bring anything to the case, we don't normally cover it. Right. No, there's no point of us covering cases that have been covered so many times. But like you said, you listen to a couple episodes, you kind of dive into what's happening. And I stopped everybody's podcast and started listening to the audio clips over and over. And then I have the ability to throw this into a recording program, kind of manipulate some of the frequencies. I can loop stuff. I can slow it down. And I spent hours and hours. And there's definitely... I don't know, four or five times that there's possible gunshots. Well, let me ask you this because, okay, let's not say gunshot, right? Let's just say that there is a bang that's happening a little bit of a distance from him. Mm -hmm. And, but it's loud enough to register on the phone. And to be clear, you're stating that this is the second time in the recording that you've heard a similar noise, right? And the first time, it is more faint. It, it seems to be quieter or further away from him for whatever reason. Am I correct there? Because to me, this this one that you just pointed out, right, I but, hear it a little more clearly than the first time. Right, right. And you hear that initially, but then when I looped it, I raised the volume, so it's going to be a little bit louder. But here's the thing that you have to think about. If he's running away from the scene, and it depends on where the phone is facing because we're going to look at the phone as a microphone, Mm -hmm. you know? So if the, you know, when I'm talking here, it sounds one way, but if I start talking here, you you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's whatever direction the, the phone is facing right now, any chance. Okay. It's you're saying possible gunshot, at least a bang, at least a bang. It doesn't, to be honest with you, to me, it doesn't sound either time. It doesn't sound like a gunshot, but it also, is not clear enough for me to decide what it sounds like. Well, that's because you're not from the streets. And you know? <laughs> I've I've heard one uh, one theory that I liked was that somebody described the noise that like a semi truck might make. You know, sometimes when you hear a semi truck going over a bridge, uh, and you hear that clack, clack, right. clack, and and what what this person's theory is is that you're hearing the semi truck in the distance going over something. And that's why he thinks it gets louder because it's getting closer to where Brandon's phone is. That's very possible. That's very possible. The the other thing I, I wonder about though, too, is, is this something, could this be noise that's being created because Brandon might be running, you know, he's stepping on brush or going through, going through, uh, you know, rough terrain. Maybe. Yeah, but to me, this sounds more like a hit. 
But there's more than just the potential gunshot going on, right? There. Yeah, I think one of the things when people are analyzing this stuff is they're not listening why she's talking. Right. And he's clearly saying something. So we have this bang possible gunshot. And when she starts talking, he is saying something or somebody else is saying something in the background. Do you need an ambulance? Do you need an ambulance? Slow it down so we can hear it one more time. Play it again. So right before she starts talking, what I hear is a a clear, <sighs> yeah, and that's coming from somebody that's very close to the phone. Right. So I hear a or a. And then in the background, you hear that guy's hurt. Yeah, it does sound like it does sound like someone is saying that guy's hurt. Let me ask you this, because not that's gunshot or it sounds more to me like that guy's hurt. Yeah. The thing is, though, I want to ask you not so much what you're hearing, but what you're seeing on the screen there, because there's certain there's certain levels here and you can see certain you know sizes on the screen which kind of indicate to me how close or how loud something is according to the microphone. Well, right. But the problem is, is that she's talking. Mm-hmm. So she is setting basically the bar of how high the wave is going to be because it's kind of like you know, water, right? Okay. We got two streams of water. Mm-hmm. Her stream is pushing more through, but, and there's still other water coming through. Gotcha. So and so I can see how loud the the total file is or how much total water is, but I can't find out how much how loud they are. So if that's Brandon talking underneath or if it's somebody in the background talking, it they're they're low enough that they're being basically surrounded audio-wise by If it is Brandon talking, his phone is not by his face at that point. Okay. So let's just take a I'll loop that again. If he is saying that guy's hurt, right? He it it wouldn't come off to me as he's responding to the dispatcher, and this is what this is what scares me. This is what is making me very angry. Sitting here listening to this, it makes me feel. The thing here is, he. I don't think he's responding to the dispatcher, and the problem I have with that is that he. If he's saying that guy's hurt to somebody else that's there, why is he speaking for them? The 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 person must be so hurt or unconscious or something that they, they cannot respond themselves. And the scary thing here to me is if he's saying that guy's hurt and whoever he's talking to, he's not afraid of. R- right. And so then let's just hypothetically... State trooper pulls some guys over. He's walking it onto it. Shit starts getting crazy. He starts running, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's two state troopers, right? Yeah. One, you know, they chase him into the woods. And then all of a sudden he's with this, Maybe, like I said, maybe he chased down one of the guys, but the guy was already hurt for whatever reason. This a state trooper or somebody, you know, somebody that he's not afraid to talk to comes up to him and he says, that guy's hurt. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's pretty much it. And so at that point, what if the state trooper or whoever takes his phone? I, I feel like here that, that the person that he's talking about, that he's saying that guy's hurt, that whomever he's responding to, that, that he doesn't identify that guy that's hurt as being with the person he's responding to. That's just That's just kind of my... Right. gut feeling there um, where I think if you saw two people in similar uniforms, you identify them as being together. And, you know, I, I would think he would say he's hurt. I, you know, I'm, I'm really maybe looking into this yeah, far yeah, too much, think, but no, I, th- I, I kind of feel like that guy's hurt. 
kind of he he's talking about someone that he doesn't identify to to be with the person he's responding to. Well, let's play everything everything that we have up to this point in real time. Nine one emergency. Yes, I'm in the middle of the field. The shape we're just pushing guys over. Right here, going towards Javelin on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. Got shaped to the woods. Please hurry. Okay, now run that by me. No, we're not talking to him. Hi, so you ran into him. Ah, you ran into him. Okay. That's the first guy. Do you need an ambulance? So here's what I have so far, Captain. I have. Yes, I'm in the middle of a field. Stay trooper pulled some guys over. They're out here going towards blank on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. There's one car here. The guys chased him to the woods. Please hurry. And then he's, you know, then he's interrupted the dispatcher. And then he says, and we're not talking to him. Not till we ran into him. Just the first guy, and we hear that faint, to me, what sounds like that guy's hurt. Let's uh, play the next clip, see if we can find anything odd there. Yeah, no, I need the cops. Okay. Yeah, no, I need the cops. Okay. Now I'm going to play this clip slowed down twice, and then I'm going to make it even slower twice. Yeah, no, I need the cops. Yeah, no, I need the cops. Now I need the calls. Okay. Now I need the calls. Okay. Now in this clip, there's a lot of speculation that the first yeah is coming from another person. And like I said, I do believe that there's times on this tape that there's somebody else talking uh, on the phone other than uh, Brandon. Mm-hmm. So, but in this case, I actually don't hear it as being such. I actually hear the yeah as being Brandon. If you look also at the waveforms, the the times that I think it's possibly somebody else talking, mm-hmm. the waveforms are a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. So, meaning it's also just quieter. This one is very comparable. The yeah is almost, you know, it's just a slight, it's a hair off of what the no I need the mm-hmm. cops is. Yeah. And I think the situation here is that he's, I think he's correcting himself again because I think he is anticipating that she's going to say, we're going to send the cops or, mm-hmm. you know, the police are on their way. Um, and it, it's almost like, because he doesn't know that she hasn't understood what he has said. Right. I think he thinks she knows what he's saying. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and he, he's, he's rethinking it. Yeah. No, I need the cops. Mm-hmm. Here's the next line, and it's pretty much just the dispatcher. Is anybody hurt? Hello? I want to play this whole end clip uh, slowed down and the, and the whole length, so you'll hear the whole thing. Is anybody hurt? Now what I'm going to do is actually take the in-between parts where she's not talking. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make those a little louder. Mm -hmm. Is anybody hurt? Just listening to this like this, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, so here's what I think I'm hearing there from, you know, with once we removed the dispatcher, it almost sounds to me like a, like a quick inhale and then an exhale. And then there, there's some clicks happening there. And that yeah. could be the phone in the pocket. That could just be having the phone down by its side. 
I, I the the tough thing here for me is there's never a time or or never a time that I can find where there's a spike. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like Brandon dropped the phone. No, you'd think that you'd hear kind of a rattle or something, uh, and and you you really don't. Do you hear like a? There's a portion there towards the last time that she says hello. There's a portion there that it almost sounds like there's a, a droning noise or like a fan or something. Well, Mike. Well, it's it's slowed down. But some of my other thought is when you speed that section up, it kind of sounds like kind of like a click, click, and then you get this almost like a car's driving. Right. By. That's what I I hear, like a like a motorcycle or a car. Yeah. Or some yeah, kind of or engine. A truck or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's creepy. But but you also think you might hear someone talking. I think I can hear somebody talking before the last hello. I can hear. Uh, human and I need to spend more time on that section uh, I mean I could try to the problem is sometimes when you take these clips you can take a very small clip and you can normalize it and that just basically boosts the overall gain uh, that again makes it more distorted but what um, I would I would really like to take this in with guys I went to school with that, mm-hmm. that don't really know much about the case at all and have fresh ears listen to it and in and, and, and the actual studio. I mean, we, we're in our garage and we have some studio-like quality, mm-hmm. but nothing like they have. Do, uh, do, you think that, do you think that if what I think I'm hearing is the inhale-exhale, do you... That's possibly coming from the, the dispatcher as well. Okay, and... Okay. So basically, uh, after listening and dissecting all this, we come to the conclusion that we know less, really, than when we started. Well, but here's the thing: I'm looking over what I wrote down. Um, mm-hmm. Do you mind if I go through it one more time? Go, oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to try to do a. Um, well, yes. he, he's saying that uh, people because he can tell that my brain hurts from all this editing. Yes, I'm in the middle of a field. State trooper pulled some guys over. They're out here going towards Gavilan on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. There's one car here. Guys chased him to the woods. Please hurry. And we're not talking to him, not till we ran into him. Just the first guy. That guy's hurt. Yeah, no, I need the cops. Yeah. The, the thing here is, and this is what, you know, just reviewing what I wrote down, and I'm not saying that I'm right. But, but the thing that that, That, that's just your guessimation, this is my guess after looking at it, but the, the line that doesn't make any sense, let's say to me, when I read through this, Mm -hmm. all of the lines seem to work together in a way, the line that doesn't really make any sense is that one in the middle. And we're not talking to them Mm -hmm. that, that one just doesn't seem to really fit really anything else. And, and what I mean is like, cause the next line is not till we ran into them, according to me that yes, those lines go together. But what I'm saying here is we ran into them kind of goes with, with what story you think you're hearing in the beginning where we're not talking to them. Doesn't really, doesn't really seem to make sense with any of the other stuff here. There, I mean, there's a lot that doesn't make sense. And again, the, the, the issue here is that, if he had no you know, prior drug use, then people wouldn't jump to that. They'd jump to maybe he's intoxicated. And I think people start getting that embedded in their head subconsciously when they keep slowing down the tape. Mm-hmm. He sounds intoxicated, so therefore right. he's intoxicated. When it's played at normal speed, I do not hear an intoxicated guy. I hear a guy that is scared. I hear a guy that uh, his, you know, you know, his adrenaline is racing. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's weird. And then the problem with all this is that he, he the brother gets a call saying, yeah. "Hey, I'm down the road," and uh and and I think we have evidence from the nine one one tape that he's moving. Yeah. So he's moving. So that you know statement lines up, and then he says that he's bleeding. Yeah. So did he get hit by somebody? And the thing is, you know, I've heard people say that at the end of that tape that that they hear someone saying, help me. Uh, I don't hear that anywhere. 
Um, I don't even hear what sounds like anybody close to the phone saying, talking to into the phone. Right. Um, the thing here though, too, is, it, you know, because some people say, well, that was Brandon's last words. It couldn't have been because we know that he later then called his brother. Right. Um, you know, so one thing though, too, captain is we, we definitely have a situation here with whatever's going down is not, doesn't sound to me like it's going down around his vehicle, around Brandon's truck. It sounds to me like he's in another location, like he's already started walking and distanced himself from that truck. Did 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 he did somebody pick him up and offer to help? Right. And then they ran into somebody, not till we ran into him. You know, right. did they run into somebody's vehicle? Uh you know, the the first call goes out to to Kyle at 12:38. The 911 call is at 12:50. Now, I wouldn't think he would have gotten too far. On foot, at the most maybe a mile. Yeah, let's let's say a mile, um, and then but we have the Kyle saying he didn't get to the officer until one ten. So now we have twenty minutes go by where where Brandon is reaching out to the brother again right. after the nine one one call. So so yeah, again another mile down the road, maybe more. Yeah, but you would think that whatever. Whatever it sounds like he's trying to describe sounds like a pretty chaotic scene to me. If if what I think he's trying to describe is going down, to me it would have had to have happened more than a mile away from his truck. I think that that Kyle or the deputy would have seen some kind of commotion or heard something at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't. It's. I mean, that's why it's this uh, crazy mystery. It's um. I don't know if we'll ever know. I'm really frustrated. I'm I'll 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 type this up and leave it on our uh on our blog to you know to to play what I to write down what I think I heard. Yeah, I'm I'm freaking exhausted. So uh final thoughts, right? Yeah. The final thoughts, if I'm going by what I think I hear, there's him, there's a state trooper, there's two guys, at least two guys. Uh, he may have gotten a car with somebody before he inter you know came across these state trooper and the other guys mm -hmm. um i think that he's saying that the state trooper got chased into the woods by these guys um the problem i have with that story is you think you would have that that's a newsworthy story that's not something that just happens and and it's never reported i mean state troopers call for backup if if able uh if a state trooper is missing or goes wow. down yeah, again, it depends on how you go with it. Was was he being chased or was he chasing somebody? Mm -hmm. And and I yeah, I, I think it comes down to you either you either believe that he's on drugs and this is all just fictitious in his head, or he's not on drugs and what he's saying is actually true. Yeah, I, I there there was a report of his cell phone uh, pinging near the Colorado River. Right. Um, but I want to be, but this is also only like, I don't know, like three or four miles from his vehicle. The problem here is that what they have stated is as far as the technology goes, is that those pings can be off by anywhere from a mile and a half to three miles. Right. So therefore that I, I don't think that can tell you anything what the, where that ping is. Yeah. My final thoughts on this are, it's kind of simple. I mean, I think what he's saying uh, makes sense with the evidence that's shown on the tape. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that there's going to be technology and probably some people out there that have better tools and better skills than I have that could probably uncover some of the things I can't. And I think that, uh, like I said, there's a bunch of evidence, I think, on the tape to kind of coincide with what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So, you know it's it's a tough one and my thoughts and prayers go out to uh his family and his friends and and i'm going to try to do more diving in and i think it was kind of a interesting experiment to kind of dive into these this audio clips as as much as we have well you were absolutely able to point out some things to me that i wasn't able to hear on my own um, and, and I didn't hear them because you pointed them out to me. I heard them because you enhanced it and you brought it up to a level 
or slowed it to a level that I could hear things that I was missing before. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you pointing those out to all of us and, and taking the time and, and really editing this thing and dissecting it and chopping it up as much as you did. It was, it was a lot of work for you. All right, let's get out of here because it is Taco Tuesday. So do we have recommended reading for the week? We do, and it is Dark Ambition, The Shocking Crimes of Dylan Millard and Mark Schmidt by Anne Brocklehurst. Uh, This is the true story of a happy young father with a promising future who listed his pickup truck for sale online. Mm -hmm. He goes on a test drive with two strangers, and he never returns. Uh, This is the story of that man's strange disappearance in May of 2013, which captured headlines across the country and took over social media. Now, when the two men were eventually arrested and charged with that murder, the mystery only deepens because the, these were people of means. They, Mm -hmm. they They had money. There was no reason to steal this man's truck. It almost looks like a thrill kill target. And both of these men are also facing other murder charges, which we will see those trials pan out in the future. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so that's Dark Ambition, The Shocking Crimes of Dylan Millard and Mark Schmidt. And you can pick that up by going to truecrimegarage.com and click on the recommended page. And you can get anything through Amazon. All of our microphones, our mic cables, our preamps, our speakers, pretty much everything that we got for the garage to do the show came from Amazon and they give us a little kickback with no charge to you and a big, huge, wet, sloppy kiss to all of our listeners without you guys. This wouldn't be possible. We hope you found this uh, episode interesting and please share our thoughts uh, or share. (laughs) So let me share, share your thoughts with us on the website and much love to everybody out there until next time. Be good, be kind and don't litter. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's OMRI certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow.